everybody. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga. We are, as always, very happy to be with you. And we are just going to jump right into our practice notes. Yeah, here we go. So my practice notes for this week are don't ignore your face. Um, (laughs) if you get our newsletter, which pause, if you don't get our newsletter, you should sign up to get the newsletter. Um, but in our, our newsletter this week, I, uh, did like a little one minute video of things that you can do to kind of help with maybe tension that you might be holding in your face. And I am definitely a tension in the face person. So um, a lot of times like jaw, I also am very expressive. So I can find myself kind of like furrowing my bra, my, my brow, but for like no reason, um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. So pay attention to your face. I think I've talked about how we ignore our feet before. And I think we ignore our feet and we ignore our face. Um, and a lot of times we hold a lot of tension in the face. So check the muscles around your eyes. If you've got your like tongue pressing into the roof of your mouth, remove it. Um, yeah, just pay some attention to your face. Yeah, that's so good. And it's relevant for me. My practice notes are practicing when you're sick. Mm -hmm. So I have had a terrible cold or something. I don't really know what to call this. Some weird virus, I guess, for like a week and a half now, which I just find rude. It's been in the summer. So disrespectful. (laughs) Seriously, like how am I this sick in the summer? It just should not be allowed. So yeah, I have a lot of tension in my face because of that. Like a lot of sinus pressure, which I think is leading me to kind of like squinch my eyes. So I'm going to be doing the face video again. I already did it once, but for sure. (laughs) Um, And this is just a note to remind you that when you're sick, you get to adapt your practice or not do it. Maybe your practice is just sleeping, you know, um, like figuring out whatever you need when you are sick and you can come back to your practice because it'll be waiting for you. Okay, so we are going to move into our main segment now and we're going to be talking about how do you actually make time to practice yoga at home? So we're kicking off a little home practice series. And I feel like, you know, I've been talking and teaching about home yoga practice for a really long time. And this is probably the number one thing that comes up when people are like, what home yoga? Like, I don't really know if I can do it. It's almost always time is one of the things at least that they're concerned about. So we thought we would just jump right in and talk about some of the ways that we make time to practice yoga at home and that we've seen work for other people. Yeah, that's good. So I thought I would start and mine is lowering your standards. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good place to start. (laughs) Really is. (laughs) So here's what I mean. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I guess I'll say why I am including it. Um, I think a lot of times we have this idea that we need to be practicing yoga for an hour or an hour and a half. And I think that idea comes from a lot of different places, but it definitely also comes from if you attend a yoga class in person, most likely it is going to be an hour, an hour and a half in length. 
So we think, okay, well, that's what I do in person. So that's what I should do at home. That's the expectation that has been set. And I really think of my home yoga practice as something, if not entirely different than close to entirely different from an in-person class, it really is just a different experience. So I think breaking that connection between what you do in person versus what you do at home is really helpful. And that involves lowering that expectation that you're going to practice for 60 to 90 minutes. I think of home yoga practice is something that's very adaptable to the time that you have available. So whether that's five minutes or 30 minutes, or maybe sometimes it is an hour, right? Um, but that you are really tailoring it to what you need. Yeah, that's really good. Um, my first one is yoga while you other things. So mm. I've talked, and this really ties in with your first one that it doesn't have to be, you know, an hour and a half. I've mentioned before on here that you will find me, you know, doing forward folds in the kitchen while I'm making dinner. Yeah. And that is doing yoga. Right. <laughs> uh, for some reason, forward folds are my like go-to de-stressor uh, pose. Mm-hmm. And so I will just find myself in the kitchen, which is where we have the most open space. Um, not even thinking about it. If I'm waiting for pasta to boil or waiting for something to whatever, um, we'll just kind of find myself in a forward fold and I'm not staying there for 30 minutes. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that you did that anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just there for a few breaths. Um, but yeah, finding those things where you're just standing around waiting for something or where you can, you know, do something quickly. If you're, you know, the washing machine is a great place to, you know, place your hands, walk your feet back, kind of come to down dog at the wall. So there's like a million places that you could just kind of stop during the day while you're doing other things and just take a minute to breathe and give your body what it needs. Yeah, I do that a lot too. I do it when I'm playing with Hazel on the floor. I'm like, well, I'm already here. (laughs) I as well do some stretches. Yeah, totally. And then I will also do it pretty often when Nick and I are watching TV at night. I'll just kind of do a few little things from the couch or sometimes I'll get on the floor. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of like how now I feel like many of us are like doing the dishes and listening to a podcast. It's like that, except instead of a podcast, it's yoga. (laughs) Yes, that's good. Yep. Or both. I mean, you could probably do all three, but... (laughs) Okay, so my next one is kind of related and it is you have more pockets of time than you think you do. Yeah. So I know a lot of times it's easy to feel like I have no time and then you find yourself, I mean, honestly, like on Instagram or other social media, scrolling, scrolling, and you know, that time just flies by, doesn't it? You're like, flies. You are checking and then you look up 30 minutes later. So here's a true confession from me. Mm -hmm. I I discovered that on my iPhone, I can set this thing. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about it. (laughs) That limits your time on certain kinds of apps. (laughs) The only only social media app I have on my phone is Instagram. So I was like, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to limit my social media to 30 minutes. Well, one day it was like, I want to say 8.30 a.m. I mean, I had been up for a couple hours, but still. 
And I went to Instagram and it was like, you've hit your limit for the day. And I was like, did that literally keep you from logging in? You can just, you can, it will block you. Like it gives you a screen, but then I don't like this thing. You can say ignore. So you can ignore <laughs> for 15 minutes or for I'm the whole thing. ignore right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that I thought 30 minutes would be like more than enough for a day and I was done with it in like two hours, I was just. Like, okay, well, this is a good reality check. So clearly I have enough time in my day for some yoga since I have uh, more than 30 minutes on Instagram. I don't like the person that created that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting a Christmas card from us this year. Oh my gosh. It's honestly pretty helpful because I just had no sense of how much time I, I was having. It's so easy to just get lost in it. Well, what's funny is I really don't follow that many people. So I just am like, how am I even on here? I know. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. So oh. yeah. What's your next one? So my next one are, is that if little things are going to distract you, go ahead and take care of them first. So mm. Also, I've talked about this, that home practice is challenging for me because if I'm taking time to do yoga, I'm thinking about things like I should be doing the dishes right now, or I should be doing laundry right now. But the fact is is that those things don't actually take that long. Like it doesn't take that long. Well, I'm not talking about like folding laundry because we don't do that, but (laughs) it doesn't take that long to like throw in a load of laundry or it doesn't take that long to like load the dishwasher. So if I'm going to spend, we'll just say 20 minutes on my mat, I'm going to spend that entire 20 minutes thinking about how I should be doing something else. Mm-hmm. I should take the five minutes that it would take me to do that thing. That's going to distract me for 20 minutes. Like take that five minutes mm-hmm. from the practice. If I only have 20 minutes, take it, load the dishwasher and then come to the mat. So just allow yourself to do those things first so that they're not distracting you while you practice. That's really smart. And I like how you said that stuff is going to take five minutes because I always feel like yes. loading the dishwasher is going to take forever. And then yeah. one time I timed those things because I kept telling myself that story. And it doesn't. And no, it does take like five minutes. And truth be told, it takes less than five minutes to load the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fast. Same thing for throwing in a load of laundry. Yeah. Yeah. So just do those things first. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, mine kind of similar to what I was talking about a minute ago with my, uh, terrible Instagram discovery is that when you do find yourself scrolling, it's a great time to pause for a moment and bring in some yoga. So some simple stretches, um, like you mentioned, Liz, we have been adding these one minute yoga while you read this videos to our newsletters. Um, so you could go check out some of those and they really are designed for you to do literally while you're sitting there reading it. Yep. Um, you don't need props. You can do it from your chair. You know, you don't need anything except for one minute. Um, and as you do those with us, you might also get ideas for things you can do on your own, but keep it very simple, you know, do a twist, stretch your neck, whatever feels good. Yep. That's also going to counteract some of the, you know, kind of hunched, posture that we had tend to have when we're on the computer or on the phone. Totally. Yep. I love it. Okay. So we actually asked you guys on social media what some of your tips were and you gave us some great ones. 
Um, so we're going to share those with you now. So the first one is, I love this, <laughs> have a smell that you like in the space to engage your senses. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, some people, so, well, I don't like all smells, but I can tell you right now that if there was some beachy smell in some corner of my house, I would be more inclined to practice yoga. Oh yeah. <laughs> People are going to write in with their tips on all their be- favorite beachy smells. Yes. Oh, I love that. Please tell us all your beachy smells. <laughs> <laughs> Mine while we're talking about it is lime and sandalwood together. It's my favorite. I love sandalwood, but I've never paired it with lime. Oh, you have to put it with lime. It's so good. Oh, nice. Okay. That's good. Do you want to do the next one or you want me to keep going? Yeah. So the next one is having a space where your mat can stay rolled out. Yeah. And I am a big time practicer of this one. I always have a mat rolled out. And even though my dog's on it half the time, I'm walking over it to put away laundry, you know, whatever. Just having it there is a really good reminder. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things where for some reason when I'm feeling resistant, I'm like, oh, I have to get my mat out and roll it out. That would honestly take 10 seconds. But, you know, sometimes that stuff is an obstacle. So so true. If it's already there, you can just go for it. Yeah, that's good. Um, I loved this one. It was give yourself permission that three easy stretches is practice. Yes. Yeah. So I think this is good for those of us who struggle with the time thing or who feel like, you know, I don't have enough time to do this. So maybe for you, it's giving yourself permission that two easy stretches is practice or that that forward fold while you're boiling pasta is practice. So that just removes that thought in your head that it has to be this certain thing in order for it to count. And it counts no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I like to remind myself that doing like, even if I'm doing one pose or three poses, it's still more than doing zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's really good. Okay, so the next one is set up a dedicated space, no matter how small or portable. Yeah. This is huge. Just having that corner of a room or I know somebody who had just enough space in her bathroom for a mat and it was the only space in her house where she could be away from her partner and her kid and it was warmer in the bathroom. Oh, yeah would roll out her mat and do her yoga practice in the bathroom. I mean, you can make it work pretty much anywhere. Yeah, you can make it work anywhere. It's really good. Um, okay, I love this. I think uh, I think Tammy sent this, maybe. Oh, nice. It came from a couple people, but I'm pretty sure this one was her. Let it be Shavasana. So yes. you can lay in your bed. It was definitely Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to her interview from earlier. Yes, you can lay in your bed or you can lay on the floor or you can lay somewhere and your practice can be Shavasana. Mm -hmm. It's part of it. Sometimes it's the most important thing you could be doing. Oftentimes. I agree 100%. Yeah. This next one is great, which is let it go how long it has to be. So we talked a lot about how it can be short. And I think that's part of this, but sometimes this is also giving yourself space. Maybe you're telling yourself I only have five minutes and then you get on the mat and you are like, Oh, I need more. So you can let it expand and contract as however is needed for you on a particular day, which is what I personally love about how practice. Yeah, that's really good. It's flexible. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so the next one is set up your mat as often as possible, but be flexible about what you do once you get there. Love so that. I love that. That of course kind of embodies so much of what we talk about so often. So not only talking about, you know, the time, but also being flexible with yourself. You know, what you did yesterday may not be what you need today. It may not be accessible to you today, but just, yeah, just being flexible with yourself. So giving your space, giving yourself the space to do it as often as possible, but then also allowing yourself to be flexible once mm-hmm. you're there. Yeah. And this last one really sums it up beautifully. Make it- <laughs> Make it easy, have it ready, do it in bed. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I feel like we should make a poster of that because <laughs> I love it. it's true. All of those things are really essential. Yes. They were, thank you guys for sharing. That was so, yeah. it was so good to hear from all of you. And we'll be doing more of that in the future. So keep your eye on our Instagram for sharing your tips too, because I think it's really helpful to hear from a variety of people because then it's not just you and I doing it, but all of our community. Yep. That's good. Okay. So if you thought of any ways that you make time to practice yoga at home that we didn't talk about yet, go ahead and share those with us. We would love to hear those because we can continue to share these as we work in this home practice series. Okay, so we're going to move into our Curvy Collab, and mine is, so I've mentioned several times that one of my favorite podcasts is the Needy Podcast from my friend Mara Glatzel, and she just shared a postpartum episode, and what's interesting about this is she talked to two women, and they all had a conversation about how difficult it can be to meet your needs postpartum, so if that's relevant for you, obviously listen, it's really great. Um, But they also make a lot of connections to how true this is in our everyday lives, regardless of if you are postpartum. Um, About just, it can be really tricky to ask to have your needs met or to identify your needs when you're in a time of big change. So if you are in a time of transition or change, you might want to check out this episode because I personally feel like we can't talk enough about how we are human beings who have needs and that's not weird or bad or wrong, (laughs) even though our culture tries to tell us that it is. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, I think we all need to listen to that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay. So we're going to move on to our favorite part, gratitude for the week. (laughs) So my gratitude for this week is for iced coffee. I love iced coffee. <laughs> well, let me be very clear. I like iced coffee that tastes like cake. So mm. it's not really the coffee. I'm not in it for the coffee. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I don't care about that part. Did you uh, just put it cake? It's just the, it's just the carrier. It's like, <laughs> but I was drinking iced coffee the other morning not that I'm not continuously plugging our newsletter on purpose, but in our newsletter this week, I talked about how um, our summer schedule has allowed my mornings to start significantly earlier. And I've realized that I really like that. Like I like having four hours to get things done before my kids wake up. 
I had like gone out and like done all of these things super early in the morning and I was sitting in the car and I was drinking iced coffee, which I do several days a week. And I don't really think too much of it. And I just realized like, it's become just kind of like tradition. It's become part of like the rhythm and the flow of my life a little bit. Mm. Don't think about it. And I sat there and I was drinking this iced coffee and I was just like, this makes me happy. Like mm. it's a really small thing that I'm really thankful to have access to that yeah. makes me really happy. I like going in the coffee shop. I like talking to the people at the coffee shop, the whole, it's not just about the iced coffee. It's about the entire experience. Yeah, I'm feeling thankful this week for iced coffee and I don't ever drink hot coffee. I only drink iced coffee. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. It just made me really happy. (laughs) Well, it sounds like it's a ritual. Yes, that is. That is exactly what it feels like. And I think the older that I get, the more tradition and ritual feels really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it, it like, I, someone who grew up with not a lot of ritual and not a lot of tradition that it's, it just, it's, it feels a little bit like security. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I really, I really like it and I'm thankful for it. <laughs> um, mine is for flexibility while being sick. So big thanks to you for rescheduling. I feel like all of the things in the last week and a half. Yeah. And then Nick had to take some time off work and just, you know, there's a lot that is in flux when you are sick. So I'm really grateful to everyone in my life for their flexibility. Yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Okay. So we're going to wrap up here. Let's close with one breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.